0: All right, McFarland, McFarlane Energy, thanks so much for sponsoring the Bradfoe Show. And you're going to be happy, McFarland, that you sponsored this Bradfoe Show because uh, this is what I'm looking forward to. We were actually going to do it in person. We, uh, we all got together. We huddled up. Um, yet when we get to the end of the day, and the end of the day being Saturday, it was just it, the chaos had just taken – I think it was best to regroup, to sort of reminisce, take the day to to figure out exactly what happened out in Springfield at winter weekend Um, so that's what we're doing right now that Coop Gordo, Pat, the whole gang, almost the whole gang, almost the whole gang, the Who Says No gang is here, the Who Says No gang is out in Springfield guys, are you okay?
1: Sammy's still filling his uh, Friday night (laughs) oh yeah, I would be too the the Hebrew uh, Hammer was out in force
0: so in case people don't know this is the who says no crew they've been doing it all all season long um with making up fake trades time honor tradition of making a fake trade the best fake trade makers in the business but this weekend we 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 assembled the team we all went out to springfield you guys were out there on friday night which we're going to get to in a second i was out there all day saturday And, uh, and so we, if nothing else, we get to see each other face to face and talk actually as human beings. And, and I think it's always better in person. Now we have a better connection than ever before. Our chemistry is off the charts and, and we know what's what, and, and and just in case you guys didn't know, I purposely all put you in one hotel room and made you asleep and all in one bed just for the sake of the show, just for for the sake of chemistry. So there you go. We
1: were snug as a bug.
0: Okay. As long as there was, like as long as there was no like late night who says no. So, no,
1: no.
2: There was some yeah. late night 2013 World Series highlights. That's yep. what we had going.
1: Oh, yeah, man. until we fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't last long. We, oh, I man. made the better, executive better, decision. Better than
0: melatonin. Better than melatonin. Just whispering uh 2013 World Series memories. But Sam No, was we didn't more- even
1: we didn't even do that. It was we we had YouTube... Courtesy of uh, the hotel, we had a YouTube access, and uh, we tossed that up on the giant TV that was there, and it was oh, all of us yeah. just kind of laying in bed watching highlights of you know That's David it? Ortiz. So,
0: I guess when in Rome, right? You're, you're, yeah. You're... Oh, good man. You guys are you guys are in it deep. Meanwhile, you were doing that. Of course, you were missing one team member. You said Sammy was elsewhere. Yes.
2: Yeah. 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 Sammy. Sammy, Sammy was definitely <laughs> elsewhere. Sammy
0: was Great. elsewhere. Yeah, he was. Well, listen. I, when I when I saw him, so I saw you guys. I showed up Saturday morning out in front of the E.I. booth, and I saw you guys, and it was great to see you guys. And um, and then Sammy showed up a little bit later, and and the one thing you have to remember about those that like so Sammy's a baller, and when I say Sammy's a baller, I mean like he's like a ball player, because really what what ball players do with this thing is they hit it hard on Friday night. And then they, they it carries over to Saturday. Point they club through Saturday. Exactly. And point in point point in case or case in point, Joe Kelly, 2015. The up until up until this year, the most memorable week winter weekend moment was when he came over to Mike Manansky and myself. And he thought it was a, a little Connecticut radio station. That's what that's what he said. It was the EI. He came comes over. I didn't know him at all. We didn't know him at all. He comes over and says, hey, I just want to tell the listeners. He wasn't on the list. He wasn't a scheduled guest. He just walks over and says, I want to tell the listeners I'm going to win the Cy Young this year. Okay, there you go. Now, I mean, was that a byproduct of, of a carryover from the night before? Maybe. Who knows? But that's what makes this all great. When David Ortiz got up there, was he, did he have his A game in terms of being interviewed? Oh no! I don't know. You
1: had sh- he had shades
0: on, so you can't tell. Exact. Well, that's a pro move. Yeah. That, that, that's a baller move, and he doesn't and, take them uh, off. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, I should actually had shades on too.
3: Speaking of pro moves, Sammy actually went up to Wade Boggs on Saturday morning when he was debilitatingly hungover, and said, "I don't know how you used to do this so much." And Wade Boggs told him, "Scrambled eggs and chocolate milk. It always cured me." What like what expert advice they?
0: Oh, I mean, if they should have had forget about the 2013 panel, forget about the the Survivor game, forget about that. They should have had a separate panel with Wade Boggs leading it of like what to do the 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 night after scrambled eggs and, and chocolate milk.
1: So the best way to structure that is you get like two of the like the most hungover players and then two of the most hungover fans. Mm-hmm. And you just put them together in a podcast studio and you just see what happens. I, I think that would be beautiful. And you've got you got Wade Boggs being the moderator.
0: And, and just to spice things up, maybe you, uh, maybe you tell it's, it's the kids club and they filter in before you have to tell them to leave. Uh, oh
3: yeah. They, if they hang up a sign that says scrambled eggs and chocolate milk, it's going <laughs> to flood with kids. And then there's going to be grown men throwing up on stage. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It is so true. It's so true. Oh, man. Next next before year. Before we kick
1: off this, it's, Rob, it's what, what personal stories do you have from Winter Weekend? Who, me? Yeah, aside from the Joe Kelly.
2: I mean, you...
0: Oh, from like all of them or from this? How many way? have you been to? How many have you been
2: to? All of them. How many have there been? I, I don't even remember it before. This like... was like the sixth?
0: It was in five for a long time. And then the I think the only other time they had in Springfield was... It was super awkward. It was the year, it was um 2020, 2020. was right before COVID. Right. And it was so, the Mookie Betts year. Yeah. Yeah. So Mookie was not there. And so you had Alex core had been fired or let go, whatever it was. And so you had you had in the interview room, you had basically Ron Renickey out, out and out lobbying to be the manager. You had you had these other guys like poor Tim Hyers, the hitting coach them trying to sort of defend themselves off, uh, you know, after all this stuff is, is going on, you know, so all of it, it was just like sort of, it was, everyone was just sweating all the time. It was so uncomfortable, the whole thing. So anyway, that was the last time I think they had it before that they had Foxwoods. And, um, and I remember, and I don't know, do you, so did you guys mill through or, or walk through the casino at all? Like Friday? Night? Yes. Yeah, yes. Gordo
1: had a great time getting into the casino.
2: So I had a problem. I, I just turned 26 and my ID expired like less than a month ago. And they they didn't want to let me in. They were going to keep me out. And they said, you can hang around the periphery of it. So I, so I started to walk around the side of it just to like see if I could get to the tap. Because that's where Chris Henrik was. And I, I wanted to go find him. And the entire casino is open. You could just walk in from anywhere.
0: So, so, so I just walked in. So, uh, do you, you didn't drop the? Do you know who I am? No, I didn't try that one. Uh, next thought time. about it. Next thought time. about it. Yeah, I don't know if you know who says no. Who says no? And like, who, says oh,
1: no. Okay. who says no? Who says no to letting Gordo in? Who
0: says no to letting Gordo? Like who? If I said no? the security, would have known. No, <laughs> no. Ask, this... ask, the, ask the security guard. Who says no? I give you this twenty dollar bill. You let me in. Who says? If no?
1: you had seen the security guard, you you also would have walked the uh, periphery. Like, yeah that dude this, this I, guy I, was, I am of legal age time. and
3: thought that i was gonna get thrown out of the casino by this guy <laughs> he had like the neck tattoos going i don't want to oh, yeah, say well, like yeah. i
1: don't i don't yeah. want to assume anything but i'm gonna just say like armenian it, that guy was just he was on another
0: When i was walking in there at eight o'clock in the morning the bomb sniffing dogs were everywhere this is springfield as someone who went to college in springfield I know they take their security very serious. Yeah, so that's that's first rule of thumb first rule of Springfield Fight Club is that have your ID up to date and don't bring in any drugs in the casino or bombs. So um, when you ask me like memories from from winter weekends, it's it's just like this Kumbaya thing. And when I ask you what if you walk through the casino, because usually what happens is the players sort of mill to the, to the casino um late at night that's how it always worked and um but did did you see them at all or were they they were in the back right pat and i had run into
1: zach kelly zach kelly and i caught up uh friend of the program josh taylor as well yeah um filled zach kelly in on what happened because the players did not get to witness what happened That you know a few hours beforehand um and then what we just like walked right over to tap, most of the players were there. but after that, a lot of them checked out and went to the the high rollers.
0: Yeah yeah um, you're yeah. not yeah. gonna mingle among the riffraff. yeah that, Zach Kelly, man of the people. no question. big shout out to Zach Kelly. He's clearly I think I think guys, he, this is what I wanted to do there and I'm sorry I wasn't gonna be able to go out there on Friday, but we can all do it during the season. We're gonna get Zach Kelly. As part of the who says no posse, we're gonna have a player chime in. No. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> not, not if, not, well, also, also, we can make all the trades Zach Kelly trades. Like, hey Zach Kelly, who says no? Hey
1: Zach Kelly, you want to get out of Boston? Here's your opportunity. No, no,
0: well, no, it just it, he can be honest. It's it's a great okay. perspective. We're we're growing the game, that's what we're doing, we're growing the game. By thinking of creative ideas, this might turn into like
3: Blake Swihart demanding a trade type thing, though. Yeah, would be absolutely hysterical if we had Zach Kelly on, and like just come up with any trade. He goes, "Well, you got to start (laughs) with (laughs) Verdugo." This guy gets it. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're, around the clubhouse. He's generally a fan favorite. I don't know about that one.
0: (laughs) You know, before I go on, can we get write this down, Coop? I, I know you. That you take. I know you take minutes for the podcast. We ha- make sure that we get the swing juice, guys, scrambled eggs, and chocolate milk T-shirts. Okay, okay, we got to get the scrambled egg and chocolate milk.
1: You got Not it. That's down. it's written down. It's top of the top of the list.
0: Or we just make a graphic on Instagram. Either one. Um. So the memories. It's just like I said. It's there's nothing. We're going to get to the Friday night thing, which you guys can weigh in. And because I wasn't there, I only I live vicariously through Coop, not only on Twitter, but on the radio. Excellent job, Coop. Oh, as as yeah. boots on the ground, Coop, oh, you guys would be so proud of him calling. Did it.
1: my best from an echoey uh, stairwell.
0: Yeah. You guys would have been so proud. Um, but there was, you know, when it comes to this thing, you could tell. Let me ask you this before we get to Friday night. So obviously, Friday night was what it was. But from your guys' perspective, once Saturday got going, did you feel like it had sort of morphed back into the the feel good? Hey, okay, there's that player. There's that player. We get to run the forty yard dash. Cooper's throwing eighty miles an hour. All the all the good stuff. Did it more from like Friday night? Then you get to Saturday, it became actually fan fest.
2: I thought. I thought that yes. I thought it felt like people kind of just wanted to make their voices heard, but everyone was still in a relatively good mood. Like if you talk to fans, like, I thought the general consensus was like, let's just wait and see. It wasn't like the, the boo fest happened during the town hall, but most of the people I talked to were like, okay, let's just wait and see about this team. I don't think they're done. Like you never know type of year.
3: Yeah, I would agree. I think that, so I think initially, like kind of like off the rip, When the kind of like the town hall started or whatever, the way they handled the booing was pretty rough. And then they kind of mended all the fences by the end of it. So then when Saturday came around, it had kind of settled down. Because like Sam Kennedy was kind of out walking in front of like the radio station, everything, like talking to fans. Haim did his interview with WEI. And like no one was like going up to them and booing and stuff, except the one dude who had the The 2020 luxury tax shirt when I was talking to Haim. Oh, dude.
2: You got to tell that story in full
3: here. You got to. Yeah. Oh,
0: me or you? So Pat does. I got a story about it too, but go ahead. <laughs> so
3: I I never met Haim. Never met Haim in my life. I go up. I shake his hand. We're talking for like, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds. And uh, this guy comes up and he goes, ah, Haim, I just want to say I'm sorry ahead of time, but can you sign this? And it was a t-shirt that had a championship banner. And it said 2020 and underneath it said under the luxury tax champions. And Haim looked at me and showed me the shirt and goes, do you believe this? Is this a real shirt? Signed it and then did his interview.
0: (laughs) Well, so I must have been right there when that like, right. Because I I don't know if like, so Haim, I'm, I'm supposed to do I did a podcast with Brian O'Halloran, right? So Brian O'Halloran comes out with Haim at the same time because Haim's going on WEI. They're both there. So Brian starts talking to someone else, and I start talking to right. Oh, you cool. Yeah, that was me. That okay. up,
1: that someone else was me.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, because I immediately started talking to Haim, right? And we're talking about po- the podcast and and everything else. And 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 uh so Pat, that must have been right after that happened because. Because then they said, okay, we're going to a break. Heim Heim has to come up at the stage. So he gets sort of ushered off. And that immediately after that happened, that same person who I believe, I I don't want to, I think that the person's a fan of the podcast. So thank you. Um, But that person, because I'm not quite clear who it was, but I think it was this person. But this person immediately comes up to me and says, look at what I did. I got Haim to sign this. Okay. But the problem was, literally, Brian O'Halloran is standing right next to me. Like, he's telling both of us <laughs> like, like, like what I did. <laughs> And I said, oh, yeah, uh, let's go, Brian. <laughs> it, standing there
1: as, like, someone that was just, like, a third party in that situation, it was awkward. I can't believe, like, I, did you see I wouldn't want to be in you? your Did shoes.
0: you see what I was talking about happen?
1: yeah like i i was right there and i was just i think i turned to pat at that moment i was like all right let's go grab food yeah yeah i want out of this i already i we sat through the awkwardness that was friday night i don't want to like part of this but yeah i mean like even immediately after everything happened they had the whole fan fest open friday night for a bit and it was already it was already back to like happy-go-lucky
0: yeah well it, to to stay on that sort of scene right there, so Haim goes up to Dewey and Christian Arkin. you know this, Coop? Christian oh, he opened with Christian Arkin says to him, "Here comes the loneliest person in New England." Right,
3: but I th- I,
1: honestly, credit to credit to Arkin because I think that was maybe the best way he could have opened it up because then Haim got to tell his little anecdote about like running into fourteen and fifteen year olds who were actually like talking about you know the forty man roster
0: um yeah so, yeah
1: it, in a I sense think- it helped it it helped time out it broke some of the tension uh but it was like in that moment i was like Ooh, i don't know how this is gonna go i, out
0: I think i think you guys hit the nail on the head i think that the next day you know first of all sam was smart to like sort of mill about the crowd which he was and do his thing go on the ei and be self-deprecating and all and say all and, and they're this and they weren't defensive at all. And, and Heim's not, he's not the type who, I don't think he's going to get defensive. He's, I mean, this isn't the first time he took it's the most public way he's taken heat, but certainly he's taken heat a lot for social media. And I'm sure if he's walking down the street, someone's yelled at him. Like he's this, his Q rating is not off the chart right now. And he knows that, um, but they handled it pretty well. And then, you, you know, as Saturday went on and I, you guys have maybe had a better feel for this than I did. Cause I was sort of running around a lot, but once they get the players out and about, like that's what those people who were there wanted, other than seeing the Joe Kelly book, they want to actually see the players, right? They, they want to see they, and that's when they see these guys and the, the ultimate example was the Ortiz when Ortiz came out, holy crap, you know? So when the players come out, everything and then they start going to the different panels and the kids and Saturday and Sunday Saturday and Friday to me were just so different not having been there on Friday but am I wrong? No,
3: no you're right yeah Yeah.
1: It, yeah people... you also I think it was less to be honest I think Heim would have got the booze no matter what and I think he would have got the heckling but I don't think Friday would have been as bad if john henry was known to be coming out i like i i don't know if it was the like the unknown factor of him coming out or it was just the fact that he was there i think that's what really like put blood in the water
0: i'm gonna tell you another big factor you guys tell me if i'm wrong or right but tom karen said this and i i know this usually is, is is usually a factor they were selling beer right they were selling. They were selling. It was. Beer. It was
1: a family crowd, though. No. No. One, I yeah, never saw anyone I, like belligerent. Not until like you know yeah, Sammy but Casino I mean, like came it, into the it, door.
0: It, it Friday, it's it's like a, a crowd at Roger Center. Friday night's crowd at Roger Center. Once the Molson starts flowing, it's a whole different ball game. And, and, and you can bring your kids. Doesn't matter. Dad's drinking. It just. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I'm not saying that it's ninety percent of the reason. But it might have been 10% of the reason. I don't know. I mean, and yeah, I, brought up, I, I brought up the David Ortiz uh, roast of, of being another example where they got, Destin came in and they're filming it and they're all psyched. And then, it, 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 you know, they realize, wait a second. And then they have to like, take everything down in two seconds. It, it'll be interesting on Monday when this airs, you know, how, how, how it actually appears or feels on the air as well. Anyway, do you, what do you guys think?
2: do you think they're going to edit it at all? Yes. Like, what do you think? Like that part at the end, Rob, I don't know if you saw it, but John Henry was speaking and someone yelled from the crowd, like, speak up. And he, and he goes like, what, you can't, you can't hear me. I, I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to show that. Like, cause I, I felt like that kind of, that was kind of the epitome of the whole night it was just, it, it felt like, I mean,
1: have, Rob, you watched I know you watched it because you fell asleep to it out in the all-star game, The Don't Look Up. That was that was like you were working through that the entire all-star weekend. So I know you've seen it, but the billionaire yeah. in that the, the guy that's like funding. Oh, the whole yeah, oh, I to, said that. Yeah,
3: this he, he acts the guy. exact
1: same way. He's that guy. It's, he's it is guy. insane. It, yeah. And like it's just like I don't want to say John Henry's out of touch, but like that's no, what but, it felt like. But this
0: is listen, there's a there's a reason why we don't see him a lot. Doesn't make a ton of appearances. Two things. Number that, that affect has always been there. That what you're talking about, Gordo, like that has always been there. That that's how he talks. I, I can't tell you how many times we've been outside, like in a scrum and he's talking and you've got to jam the microphone right up his nose because if, if there's any wind at all, you're not hearing anything. And that's just sort of how he is. And the other part about this usually, and actually it, it, it reared its head a little bit here, was that he doesn't have enough of a filter for an owner. So he, he always usually says something. In this case, you guys tell me if you think this was the, the takeaway. But when he said the thing about, well, it costs a lot of money to sign baseball players, right? Immediately nobody, booed. Nobody, nobody <laughs> should say that. Nobody. Yeah, he said because, like, I think the he
3: got to that point because, like, it like so. I think the way it would have played out if it was just like B. O. H. Heim, Sam Kennedy, in AC up there, like I think it would have kind of been bad at first, but kind of passed by. But I think, like Gordo was saying, it was definitely blood in the water when they saw John Henry up there. And like it was getting to the point where like people were screaming Bogarts. People. One guy, I swear to God, he was the last seat in the upper deck, was screaming Dombrowski, and you could hear it clear, like clear as day.
2: It would echo. Everything echoed throughout yeah. the room. It was crazy. But that's also yeah. like a troubling thing. And they
1: they did get applauses on some of the like once they were able to kind of articulate their thoughts. Yeah. They did get applauses, especially from the people that were. I don't know if you noticed it, but the people that were uh, floor seated. They kind of got some. Yeah. They they were a little bit more supportive of ownership than the the riffraff out in the the lower bowl. Yeah. But um, it, just because everyone started listening to what they wanted to say, and then I think it was maybe maybe it was the booze. You would hear the people because it's silent just yell. Dave Dombrowski,
0: Xander Bogarts,
1: and yeah. I think that's just like you always have that one person in the crowd, and that's going to ruin it. Have
0: you guys been through that before? No. Winter weekend, weekend? now.
2: No. This is my first one. Oh man, there you go.
0: Was it so was it overall? You know, overall, I was gonna say what Friday night wasn't probably what anyone expected, but was it what you expected overall? Friday was worth the price of admission alone.
2: I mean, yeah, seriously, that was we'll yeah, never the, see that again. Yeah,
3: the players were like the players and stuff like that was cool, but seeing Sammy live action inside a casino bar was worth the price of
2: admission. And like you're walking around the casino and right off the bat you see Tristan Casas, full mustache and all, walking around in a letterman jacket with his posse. Yeah. That was... That... <laughs> did, Honestly, did... I
0: think... Jimmy run up to Tristan Casas and said, Tristan, who says no? I got to trade for the Marlins. Who <laughs> yeah. says no? Pablo I, Lopez.
3: I think my favorite, like, little, like, thing of the weekend, easily, was when we were, we were at the tap, and me and Coop got food, and everybody else is there, drink, whatever. When Casas walked in, and he was wearing like the Letterman, and Cooper's is Coop like, "That's such a sick Letterman." And then, like thirty seconds later, they obviously had like a spread in the private room. And the waiters are like wheeling out the empty trays, and Tristan Casas is literally following them, picking food off of the trays, and then went up. He's to a giant try. kid. He
0: is just a yeah. giant
3: high schooler. He's huge.
0: Can I tell? Can I tell you that? So yesterday, uh, they have the media availability. So he goes, he goes. uh he does the media availability and I don't know if you, you know, with everybody, he's he's talking about his mustache, a sneaky, funny thing he said. He said, you know, he played one game for Lissé, so he's going to get a ring, you know, Dominican League, which by the way, this is another thing I wanted to ask you. If you root for the Red, the only reason why you should root for the Red Sox, if nothing else, well, yeah, so yeah, I mean, if he's on the team, but Tristan Cassis in a in a celebratory parade, I think would be awesome. I think would be great. I think how, you, he's, how old is he? I have like a. You would definitely have an image, guy. okay, of the ilk of Mike Napoli shirtless walking down Boylston somewhere along the line. I mean, we kind of already. Yeah.
3: Even during like when he got introduced at the town hall, he came out and he was on the Red Sox. I think like Instagram. And he walks out and he's just like arms spread, like looking at the crowd, like high five. Like he just has like a great personality. Like I took, I can totally see like a Brad Marchand or like a Mike Napoli roaming Boston shirtless after a parade.
0: Well, he has agreed. He has agreed on his way out. He agreed to do a Brad Faux Show podcast, which you guys are welcome to, if you can make it, about what this talking about being on Twitter. Oh
2: my God. Yes.
0: Yeah. So yes. So we were we were talking and I and I said to him I said to him this this coop you know so to go back to that day where we did the podcast with him right we were supposed to get Eric Hosmer Hosmer doesn't come out and so we're trying to, to to keep on schedule and do things and Tristan Cassis who it's funny because you go back with Cassis and he blew me off in the offseason, last offseason for a podcast. Literally said, and Cooper, I think you know the story, where this PR firm offered to talk to Chris, Tristan Cassis. So I'm like, okay, sure. And then time goes by. Here's his number. Okay. No, no, no response. No response. No response. And finally, I'm like, I'm going to try one last time. And like, keep in mind, I don't know. I've done a podcast when, when he was like his second year in pro ball. Clearly doesn't remember that. It's fine. But he he texts me at nine o'clock. And he just says, "I'm good. I'm good, Rob." <laughs> what? what?
1: What do you mean you're good? I'm all set.
0: You were offered up. So now I go into spring training, pretty pissed off. Like I'm like, okay, well that's fine. You do your thing. I, I've you know, I don't have to have a great relationship with everybody. So I go the whole spring training and do a ton of podcasts. Never asked him. Never did one with him. And he, he, was, he sort of like kept to himself. You would never know he had that personality. And then he goes through the my leagues, and then he comes up, and obviously the first day he comes up, he's sunbathing in, in the outfield, and we interview him. He's fine. But still, the, by the time we did that podcast with him, Coop, I still hardly knew him. I really didn't. I, I didn't know him at all. And so we asked, hey, you want to come in? And he sits down. And by the end of that 20 minutes – like our whole relationship had changed and my perception of Tristan Cassis had changed. And he said, he said, I didn't expect this interview to be like this. And it was, you know, he, I don't think he really grasped the concept of a podcast of how different it is. But as you know, like, he's like, Oh, I'm going to go get a fire truck tattoo behind my ear. And we're yucky. He's really talking about the Garrett Cole home run. And it was like, we, and Coop, you can just, you can, you can back me up on this. We come out of this, I'm like, that guy is going to have a personality. That guy is going to be good. Oh, right? yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, there was, I never had a shadow of a doubt about that. I mean, even for instance, you know, example from this past weekend, uh, he was going through all the Instagram, uh, all the <laughs> stuff on Instagram that he got tagged in, uh, especially Instagram stories and republishing them. And at one point, he had gotten tagged in one, but the comment on it was, not Bob, uh, I think it was like upset. Wish it, it, were, Bobby. Wish wish it, it were, were Bobby, wish it were Bobby. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah he, he, he reposted it and he goes, No, I get that,
0: <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> so it's just think... like he,
1: he under he has humor, he but, before, doesn't take but himself Coop, too seriously,
0: but Coop, before we did that podcast, you said I never had a shadow <laughs> of a doubt before that podcast. You didn't know that, did you? No, he,
1: I, he was on Twitter and he is like, I didn't know how he would interact with like the press or whatnot, so he kind of showed that he. He is like a weird brain which like not an insult at all I-, I would say most of the people i follow on twitter that you know get the most chuckles uh they have weird brains and he's in that category i mean like the the fire truck is an example of the weird brain but like that's hilarious which I by the way didn't... by the way did yeah. you follow up on in the presser
2: i was gonna say did anyone get a look behind his ear
0: no 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 but here's the thing his nails do you know his nails
2: painted black, They're right? black.
0: painted black yeah and middle finger sparkles
1: he he's uh he's a man of the utes that's what the utes are doing now I, i'm yeah, not cool so, enough to paint my so, fingernails david pastor he, he's painted
0: fingernails he's doing he's doing the scrum and he's talking and i'm looking down because i'm right next to him I'm, like, I'm trying to like did i catch that his nails were black and then I, i'm like sort of like bending like looking and looking and looking i'm like and then so I sort of grabbed him when he was coming out, and we talked a little bit about you know the extension stuff or whatever. And then and then we ended up talking because we're talking about um, Twitter and and the whole thing, everything that we're talking about about personalities talking about how his dad is really wanting him to get out there and and so forth so forth and so on. And and I felt I, I feel kind of stupid, but I was sort of like old man lecturing him about what I think he should do, which I just said to him, to me. You should do whatever you want as long as it's genuine. Don't be like the can guy. Don't be like the guy who is is. is and you guys have seen these players where everything's premeditated. I don't get that. That's the you sense mean the fan
1: favorite that we've been trying to trade for months. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't get that sense at all. Oh. And I said, like, hey, you you tweet something about this about billboards being stupid because play, uh, drivers are getting distracted. And meanwhile, you you're tweeting this as you're driving. But I told him, I said, I'm driving down the Mass Pike. I see three billboards. I think of that tweet. I mean, that's – like it's, it, I think, like you said, he has a different kind of brain. Not a bad one, but a different one. And in, the, in this world, don't be – this comes back to the conversations that we've had a million times with Joe, Kelly, about the – like these guys can't be afraid to be themselves. If, you're, bo- say, this if is... you're boring, be yourself. Be boring. That's fine. But he's not is... boring
1: this is starting to sound like what Joe's been talking about for months like a certain book right behind your head there. Yeah.
0: Oh, but it,
1: I mean, like it's a lot like Joey Votto has been doing that
0: recently. Ooh, which by the way, Ooh, Ooh, Ooh. Is that
1: a tease? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Solid. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, Cause maybe. I saw he was doing another podcast. this Yeah. Week, and yeah I was kind of well, like, Oh, well, it'd be nice to have, you know,
0: him. what sucks spam folders. I found an email that was sent two days ago. Just today. Yeah. Anyway, okay, I,
1: as long as it was two days ago,
0: yeah, all right, baseball isn't boring. Keep an eye on for Jody, Bo- Joey Votto, but go ahead. But you're right, yes, Joey Votto is a good example. And yeah, I think he's been that...
1: heating up the, the IG and he's been showing his personality, yeah,
0: yeah. I think it's as long as he's as long as you're genuine. I mean, this is I've said this about all the guys that are covered. Some guys people don't like the ro- other reports are like, oh, that guy's an asshole or whatever. It's like, well, he's genuine, like, yeah, maybe he's an asshole sometimes, but he's genuine. Like, I like covering. And talking to genuine people. That's okay. Anyway, do you so think is Tristan is the big winner today this weekend? Who was is... that's a good question, Ellis. Who is the... who? Would... Give me your power rankings of big winners. We've talk you so much about Ooh. we know like sort of the the guys who who brand took a hit. You know the the high and blooms and the Sam Kennedys and the John Henrys and all those guys. Who were the big winners this weekend? We saw, uh, I, I think so. Sammy.
1: Gordo, you go first. You go first, Gordo.
2: I'm gonna give you a, a weird answer because you just said him as a big loser. I I think one of the big winners was Sam Kennedy. Okay. I thought he I thought he looked terrific all weekend, and he was he was taking time individually talking to fans. Like he didn't stop, and he didn't have to do that. And a lot of the players didn't do that. Like they would get ushered in with security, and like they would like sign a couple things, but just kind of get to their place. You know, they did an interview with Ness, and they would go to the booth, and then they would leave. But Sam Kennedy, he did his interviews, but when he wasn't doing his interviews, he was standing there talking to fans individually, like decently length conversations. Like he was being a great guy. And, you know, I like to say this is kind of how it felt Friday. Like John Henry said like 30 words and said everything. Sam Kennedy said a thousand words and said nothing. Like he's terrific at this. So I, th- I thought he, 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 he came away looking terrific and he he did his job. And honestly, like
0: ownership is lucky to have him like Ooh man, they're lucky to have him. We're gonna have, we're gonna do the Frost Nixon uh, Gordo Sam Kennedy. Gordo Sam Kennedy. Yeah, I love it. I love That'd be it. Pretty good. That'd be yeah, pretty good. Let's
3: do it. Pat. What was what was yours? So I, was, I don't know. Was necessarily the biggest winner because he was a winner. He's always been a winner since he's kind of been here. But like Kike was like, I think there was like a bigger pop for Kike than Rafi. Like the people love Kike. What you mean like the woman behind you? <laughs> no. Uh, we, she might be a fan of the program I don't want to get into that <laughs> um but no i just more mean like when he was kind of like being shuttled to and from like the nesting desk or like when like even the, the five minutes of the survivor thing we watched like he probably got the biggest pop during the introductions on friday night when they came down and then anytime he was kind of out and about in public he was getting like bombarded
1: so but it- i think the
2: People. Well, love I was DJ. about to
3: say, was it last
1: year that he had one of the top MLB jersey sales? Yes. Yeah. I forgot about that. Which I don't know. If, is that a is that a product of having no Mars number?
0: No. No. Product who be no. cool. It's
1: been 19 years. It's Johnny. Yeah, Jones's but people number. see number five on like the yeah, Red exactly. Sox like store, it's and it's, they just yeah. decide it's to.
0: Pa- buy it. Let's power rank the number five. Nick Punto number one. Johnny yeah. Go yeah. number two. But everybody think, else number three. Very. very I think very the biggest
3: number three winner was kind of like the guys who maybe not be so like well known or like the Chris Sales, the Rafis, and all those guys in the world. Like the people who were kind of out and about within the public. Like uh like Zach, Zach Kelly, Zach Kelly, Josh Taylor, Josh Winkowski, Rob oh. Ref and Reese McGuire. Like those guys were like out actually interacting with fans like all night at the casino, which is like which was awesome.
1: Like people really appreciated it. Winkowski was putting in hours talking about Halo with uh, our
2: friend
0: with yeah, wait. Hope? No, I was in that First conversation. Hendrick,
2: he talked yeah. to us for like at least ten minutes. He was yeah. He you had know, his like, this clock is what he, like,
0: This is what he says. Winkowski said that he actually thinks he would be a professional gamer if he wasn't a baseball player. Like that's how good he is.
1: I want to. I want to play. This is me putting a challenge to Ooh. to Winkowski for Halo SWAT though. We have to play SWAT. Okay. Gotta be that game mode. I'll take him down.
0: All right. So because we're all about making dreams come true. So, you want to play Winkowski in video games. Gordo wants to interview. I'm just saying this. I know you. there's a lot of things, but I'm just going to give you an interview with Sam Kennedy. Is that okay? One-on-one? One-on-one? 100%. One? Pat, what do you got? What do you want?
3: This is going to be the nerdiest answer you've ever heard in your entire life. I promise you that. I follow Garrett Whitlock's physical therapist on Instagram. He's, like, <laughs> world-renowned PT guy. Like, he actually, fun fact, when Story got his UCL surgery, Alex Spear tweeted out a research journal article from, about the surgery. It was like the first research article that looked at the rehab of it, et cetera. The guy who wrote it was Garrett Whitlock's PT, who I follow. That would be the dream is interview Garrett Whitlock about his like experience in PT.
0: All right, uh, feel free. Can
3: you, feel free to laugh. Feel free I, to well, laugh. Well,
1: I'm just, I'm just wondering how much, like Garrett, because Garrett Whitlock, I can imagine
3: just being like, I don't know, he just tells me to do stuff. No, Not, no, no, no. Garrett's on his story every day. Garrett yeah. loves PT. No, it
0: would, it would, it would be for the, uh, for the uh, very, very valuable um, niche that is the physical therapist crowd. Uh, that, or just talk be, to
3: Whitlock in general. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be.
0: <laughs> that would, well, I said, I said, I could almost be. I almost have my uh, and my MD. I almost, I could be a doctor after covering JD Drew, because JD Drew yeah. would reference parts of the like every part of the body because he hurt at least one part. Great, I love JD Drew. Great guy, underrated player. But that was one I know so much about the human body from covering JD Drew. So we can make that. I can make all of those dreams happen all of the dreams willy wonka they can, they <laughs> all, the dreams. Yeah. all of the dreams can be made come to happen but there to cap
1: are. it off can i give my uh my number one performer of the weekend yeah
0: no number one i yeah because i'm gonna give mine so number one winner for the weekend go ahead
1: alex cora okay i think alex cora is the sneaky favorite just because i and this is people are going to have to watch the uh, the town hall to understand this. He said he did day. an incredible job being the mediator between fans and uh, like ownership in the front office. Because he would like everything would just start going poorly and then they would toss it to Alex and Alex would give like his his response to whatever the question is, but he would also elaborate on that to go back to the question that maybe was just asked and was booed out and kind of explain where the ownership is coming from, but how he sees it. So he not only, like, for anyone that had doubts when Alex Cora, you know, finished up his suspension and everything, and they were like, well, he's not Heim's guy, so he's going to have a short leash. If he still had a short leash at this point, which I think to begin with, that was a BS, like, narrative, it, he bought himself all the time in the world just from that, because I, I really think he saved face for them the other night.
2: Yeah, he was the one guy up there speaking that they weren't going to boo.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, time and time again, he
3: got applause. Yeah, Yeah. the fans love AC. It was cool, too, because he kind of had some, like, inside info that, like, Haim himself would never say. Like, I thought it was really cool how he made it a point to talk about how at the end of the season, Haim kind of met with the guys, was like, look, where do we need help? What went wrong? Like, he was involved with the actual team. Like, he wasn't just – like up in the skybox, making moves based on him. Like it was kind of cool to hear Alex talk about how like involved Heim is with the players with Alex, kind of like getting the landscape of what needed to be done.
0: I would like to you, you talk about that. I would like to know. It'd be interesting to hear, not like in general terms, but in detailed how much Heim Bloom and Alex Cora have has changed have changed each other, because I, I think they have. I think that things like that. That, that Heim Bloom probably didn't have to do in Tampa that, that he understands now. Obviously, for instance, believe me, at the trade deadline next year, they're going to have a front office representative there. It's not going to be like Christian Vasquez, you know, by himself, fighting being out the face being of traded, the franchise tra- while also being
1: the first traded part of yeah, the franchise. Yeah. So,
0: but I, but it also like in terms of like, okay, what's Alex learned from Heim Bloom? Because you're right. I mean, this narrative was. Their butting heads and everything else, like that, and, and maybe at times they were, but still, at the end of the day, you know, that like I think that if they do win, that'll be an interesting story. If they lose, it won't be an interesting story. But I think you're absolutely right about Cora. Cora, as much as John Henry doesn't have a filter sometimes and says the wrong thing, Cora knows what to say. He's very, very smart in that way. Very smart. Um, so my my win, I'm going to give. A, a specific one and a general one. Mine is going to be uh Chris sale. Chris sale. I think came out of it pretty well where it, you know, it, it might not be, it might, what are you raising your hand for?
1: Oh no, that was just like, he flexed his hand on EEI for us. Oh yeah. Just kind of proving they, uh, he's got the dexterity
0: back. But he talked, you know, he talked about the bike thing not on EI, but he talked with the media about the bike thing. Um, and you know he, he always says the right thing right he always but it's sort of like the idea that he's right now as we sit here throwing a baseball as normal and you, you're doing the whole thing well you know i'm 30 gonna be 34 but my arm's 30 well and people could get people came away from this thing maybe believing that chris sale actually can pitch whereas a lot of people who came into it were like eh, chris sale's the guy who fell off the bike who Who's pitched in eleven games since two since two thousand nineteen. So I don't know if it really does any good until he pitches well. But I do, do think it helped him a lot just being back out there because he hadn't been out there. Being back out there and sort of getting his narrative out there about and, and we're also making everyone remember when he does talk. Usually people like when he talks because he usually drops in a couple qui- qui- quippy lines. Uh, he's accountable. So, yeah, so that's that's my specific winner and my general winner as a media member. I was curious how they would act because the team had been taking so many hits um, and it was I'm not talking about the front office. I'm talking about the players, about you guys suck. You guys are fishing last place, so forth and so on. And from the media, that can go two ways. They can shut down and say, screw all you guys, which I've seen a million times. Like how dare you say we suck when we suck. You know, we you could get that a lot. But the tact that they took was more of we're going to um we're going to get out there, we're going to show our personalities and you guys know this, if you have a player who is showing his personality that people like, that will buy them so much time. It's the Kevin Millar syndrome. Right? Kevin Millar was good for a year and a half with the Reds of his 3 years with the Red Sox. But people think he was like this, like all star, unbelievable performer. So anyway, you yeah, disagree I mean, or agree?
1: No, I mean, I, I, I think the number one thing, and this, Jaron Duran, I think he learned this pretty quickly. Like you hold yourself accountable in Boston. Whether he wasn't you're there,
2: right? Was he there? Well, Wait, no. can we talk about that? He was supposed to be there. He was on the list, and then he wasn't Him, there.
1: Uh, Kenley, Matt Barnes,
2: and Bobby. Bobby, 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 and Barnes were not, not on the, on the, list. the list. I yeah, thought Barnes but, was on the list. I think we well, we thought Barnes was on the list, but going back, right. he's not on the list. And Jaron and Kenley are both. Yeah, still Kenley there.
0: was Kenley okay. was definitely on the list. Duran was definitely on the list. Um, Turner wasn't on the list. I don't think. No, because he, he know, was. Kluber wasn't. Kluber like, yeah. wasn't either, but, but but Duran was one of these. Is one of these guys. I do think that if if he did go to it. He was probably sheepish about going it, but if you went to it, you would probably come out on the other side feeling a lot better about things. That's my guess.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But, but like, I, as I was saying, like Jaren Duran learned pretty fast that if you just hold yourself accountable in Boston. People aren't going to be too concerned about like your mess ups.
0: That's all this. That's all of this. Did Sammy hold himself account- accountable Saturday after Friday night? He didn't do Yo, anything yeah. wrong no i know he, but you know just you know i yeah, I think oh, yeah his
2: general
3: he, health kept him
0: accountable he, he paid the price yeah he paid yeah, the
3: yeah. price yeah he knew what he signed up for and he like he was willing to admit that he was paying the price yeah
0: it was but it was like a first person story he, he took one for the team because all we needed was one person to go up to wade box the next day and say how do you do this having actually having done it wade Box can sniff out a faker Right. That's true. He, That's true. He knew, he, he knew Sammy was hitting it hard the night before. He knew this was genuine that on his
1: mouth and was just like, my man. Yeah. <laughs> that old fashioned.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I was, I didn't get a chance to talk to him too much because at that point when he, when he showed up, I was sort of running around a little bit. Um, so, you know, we know what happened Friday night. So Saturday, you guys were around the EI uh, booth a lot, which I appreciate always appreciate the support um did you have a good time i guess yeah oh yeah, yeah.
3: you know you
1: get to see big yeah. poppy speak how can you not have a good time i thought i was I gonna get go knocked off the stage by him just
3: because i was close quarters
0: yeah oh yeah That's a, like, what no
3: i was just gonna agree with gordo now that i've been there once i feel like it has to be like a traditional thing like i want to go every year now like it's yeah it's like worth like going to springfield massachusetts for
0: can I, can I promise you this, along with your interview with a physical therapist? Yes, you can. I can promise you that I will get two hotel rooms next. <laughs> no,
3: we got to keep it one. I, I,
1: we I all have to do the that. same
3: hotel room. You, know, uh, you can't talk. You slept in a bed. Gordo slept on the floor. We can get two hotel rooms. I, Gordo, I you, said he you, could sleep you
0: on the bed. Did you really sleep on the floor, Gordo? I slept on the floor, yeah. Did you
2: sleep? I, well, so we, we went to bed late and woke up early. But I was lucky. It was the floor, but the carpet was very padded. These guys can speak to it. It was very padded. I called, I called room service. They brought up an extra comforter. They gave me two pillows. Like I I, I was close to the outlet, phone close by. Like, I was fine.
0: Uh, everything that you just said is putting the optimistic tone on a miserable situation. The the, the carpet that I was sleeping on was very comfy. <laughs> they gave me an extra blanket. I was near the outlet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gordo, Gordo, you probably you probably spent some nights in, or you were you in Thurston? This is for a no. GW audience. You no, weren't. I was in. Potomac. Did you spend no. any nights in Thurston though?
2: Yes. Okay. And Thurston, so Thurston, 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 Thurston. Yeah. If you spend nights in Thurston, you can you handle can the floor. anything. This is a yeah. dorm at GW. Yes, yes. it's the freshman right. dorm. Although, is it gone? I think it's gone.
1: They they gutted it and they they made it nice now. These freshmen, they're soft. Yeah. Oh God.
0: It's funny know. because Coop texted me. He said, I said, you get in the hotel. Okay. He's like, yeah, but there's one king bed. Yeah. And, and so like, I, what am I going to do? I, I said, sorry. I mean. What- oh, that <laughs> what?
1: wasn't like, that wasn't me like griping. I just thought it was hilarious. I was like, all right, we're bunking up.
2: <laughs> okay. Hold on <laughs> like one the, second go- too. Uh, Rob, Coop, when, when, when I got to the hotel room, he goes, so it's one king size bed. And also Rob's coming tomorrow and we're all staying in it. I thought That's we were staying a second night. Yeah, I, was like, I don't know how this is going
0: to so work. So, what? Do you, so, when he says that, did it come off as like I am demanding that not only are we all staying in the room, but we're all staying in the bed, like in Willy Wonka, like like the, oh, the grandparents? Like grandparents? I didn't say
1: the floor was an option.
0: That's, I think, no, when Rob comes there, when Rob gets here on Saturday night, is no. I don't care how comfortable the rug is. I don't care if you get any extra comforter. I don't care how close you are to the outlet. We're all sleeping in this. Same- <laughs> it's
1: called bonding. I don't,
0: because you know why you're, you're a you high school why, coach. Because when you do a who says no family, that's what the who says no family does. Yeah, I Boom. mean, hey, you your we'll coach. You know for what we'll it means bet. to have
1: team synergy.
0: It's, it's science. Uh, so there's it's a fun. lot. There's a lot to get it's to. Fun. So like. This was this was a good recon mission for next year. Yeah, oh, we're right? still going back.
1: Are, we're still going back. Are they going back yeah. to Springfield though? That's the real question.
0: Oh yeah, yeah MGM. I mean that's that's why they're there. Yeah. Sponsors. Uh, yeah.
1: Maybe another conceit casino could open up closer to Boston. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I, <they're, laughs> the, <Encore. laughs> maybe, no. maybe. The uh, and by the way, we we can't let this pass by. Did any so coop threw eighty miles an hour at the at yeah. the, yeah.
2: Coop, no I deal. could not believe you had no AD big AD deal AD. three tries was like legit wildly impressive. I'm Is an that, athlete.
0: Did you go? Did you was this like the silent auction where you kept going back to check if anyone beat you? Yes, yes I, we, I did you go you back to no. check. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like, did people I, beat I went you? back.
1: I was still top dog. Good for as you, did, Coop. So you
0: threw the fastest of anybody at winter weekend.
1: As far as I know, yes.
0: Pat, so. did that surprise you? You know, Coop. Yeah. No, that
3: genuinely surprised me. I thought I was gonna kind of torch him and then his he hit eighty. I'm like, I'm not touching that.
1: See the Ooh. key is that I, I have I'm tiny, I'm five nine, never built to be a pitcher. I've got orangutan arms. And that's oh, for okay. for any pitchers out there, they know you got leverage or you got what is it, fulcrum, fulcrum leverage, some type of simple
0: machine. I don't know. Ask ask Garrett Whitlock physical therapist. Got put <laughs> yeah. that on the list, Pat. But yeah, that's I'll that's how that you found. get the
1: velocity behind it. So I was, I was surprised I cranked that out. Now I, I want to see what I can build off of. Because mm. that, was, that was like 72, 77, and I think the third one was 80. Mm. And uh, I decided to kill it there because I, I was like, I yeah. don't want to feel this tomorrow. Yeah,
0: we, that's what we pay. And we pay in uh, proximity to electrical outlets and the ability to throw fast at uh, carnival games. I bet I
1: bet an indie ball team could use me. Okay. Savannah Bananas, maybe. Coop, if you build yourself ability. up, how
2: high do you think you could get it? Because if you're 80 with no with no buildup, no work, like you
1: can. I don't get know. I've never. I've that's the that's the most I've topped out at. I know this podcast isn't about me, and we're turning this into, you know, my my no, perfect it's about game winter weekend
0: portfolio. This is yeah. clearly if we're gonna power rank the things that happen at winter weekend, it has to be one of them. Yeah, hold yeah, on. I if th-
2: we're talking about winter weekends winners, how can we not include Coop?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Consolation prize. I wouldn't say a winner. But, I mean, what, what, I'm, what, I'm, in me I'm in few balances. I'm in a quarter zip. I'm in khakis. I got my wallet in my back pocket. And I'm pumping 80? Come on. I'm feeling good about myself.
0: Pastus looking at you like, what are you doing? Because like, he what knows how bad
1: I was in high yeah.
0: school. What? So, speak, speaking of which, uh, speaking of, like, being the king of winter weekend, you're walking around. You just threw 80. You guys you are carrying around your books at not even release for another month. I mean, this is talk about the ultimate aphrodisiac. What was the uh, what was the demographic there? Was it just mostly little kids?
1: Oh, I was stiff-arming kids to get through the line for the the fast pitch. I I'll
0: admit that. But it was Dude. parents and kids, right? It was parents. Yeah, it kids, was family. It was a family. Parents artist. and kids.
3: The the occasional like, I would say predominantly like children and parents, and then there was a good chunk of like middle-aged men autograph hunting.
2: Yeah. Okay. There was like a lot. few. There were couples there too that were just. Yeah, there was a lot you know. of
3: like, uh, like older couples and stuff too. There there's was a very a lot, not a guys. lot of like
0: female Instagram influencers. This wasn't like Fire Festival. not quite. I'm sure
3: there there might have been some
1: like female Red Sox fans that might be influ. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to say there weren't any. I mean, there's.
0: I mean, I just listen. I know that I just know what was over when you know when I'm on the air on Ei. What the scene was like, and it was. I mean, it was that way over there. Percentages were off.
1: It was a frat party.
0: Uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's you know, and and you guys were milling around the E.I. So the Ortiz thing, real quick the of of like the things of the people that people were gravitating to, Ortiz probably was it wasn't probably anything like Ortiz, right?
3: Yeah, no, no, that's
0: crazy,
1: isn't it? That's got to be a weird feeling, like that. Do you think uh, you you're close with him? You dapped him up. I have you ever he had did. that conversation with him of like, or maybe it was off the record, so maybe you don't want to talk about it. But like, has he ever been like, hey, like this is like really weird and it's bothersome? Because he doesn't seem like someone who would like to be secluded in a shell. Like I would imagine he loves every second of that.
0: Has he said this is bothersome? No, I don't think he's ever said. I think I think that he's he you know he picks his spots. Did you notice his sweatpants?
1: No, I was too busy looking at the glasses.
0: So, so I'm sitting next to him, and I don't know what was going on underneath the Red Sox jersey. Um, I don't know; he had big collar, or whatever, but uh, probably was a baseball, isn't boring polo. That's are <laughs> soon to be released. Those are but, coming out
1: the same time as the
0: books, right? Exactly. Um, but he had sweatpants, and on one, so I'm sitting like on obviously like right next to him, and I keep looking down. He had like these. It almost looked like these, like these, the sweatpants on one leg. I I honestly thought he had like a knee brace on. It was like this on one leg. There was these like almost like foam pads that went the length of his sweatpants. It's just like a scene that like he knows what he's doing and I don't. So, but I didn't know if anyone caught that. Most important, I didn't get in my. Did I get in my video? Uh, I'm trying to get the. He's got a yeah, giant,
1: hold up. Is that a, is it a scarf that he had?
0: No, man. It was part of his sweatpants. Scarf around his he's... leg? Well, no, he's got like, is, it, is like... that what it is? Cause he's the, got the like. Outsiders?
1: Is it like the tassels to like the waistband? Cause it's just something like swinging between his legs. And like, I know how that sounds, but it like.
0: <laughs> What's wrong with you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. I'll put the video out there, but they're just like. Two velvety
2: no, tassels. Coop, don't put the video up there. <laughs> his legs. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Pat, are you all right there? You've been quiet for a little bit.
3: No, I, I... no, no, I don't want to see it between Poppy's legs. <laughs> Thank you. Um...
1: two tassels between his legs. I know. Tell me that's not abnormal. Yeah, no, I'm just sitting that here is digesting. A, yes,
0: that is abnormal. Yeah. I mean, you I'm just yes.
3: Sitting here digesting Coop throwing eighty. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. Ever since we ever since we brought that up, you've sort of been slumping in your chair, not saying anything.
3: Yeah, I talked a big game. <laughs> it's all right. And the anyway. worst one was Coop went first. But yeah. Hey guys Hey Pat,
0: look
2: look, at least you're not me. I don't I, I don't know if anyone told you, Rob. I, I hit fifty eight. That's where I hit. You did? I, I was I was a third and first baseman in high school. I didn't pitch. Oh, I, I can't throw hard, and I blew my shoulder but, out. But, Gordo,
0: in, def- in, your de- in your defense, and I guess to praise Coop, 80, people don't understand how hard it is to throw 80. It's really hard to throw 80, especially in fact. No, no, I kind of just run. got
1: up there and did it.
0: It's amazing. there like anything you can't do. So. I to,
1: I was I was the nice friend, but it was also kind of condescending. And I was just kind of like, well, Pat, you had a lot of nice vertical movement on that.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the worst, though, because Coop took slow-mo videos. And he's like, oh, no, see, like, that's kind of weird how it cuts. I go, Coop, I don't care. You threw fast. I don't need a pat on the back about a little cut action. Get out of here.
1: I, I also had it right in the zone, too. So accuracy is yeah. there. Just saying. Pat, pat, Someone your defense, wants to sign me.
0: In your defense, everyone was talking about your spin rate. It said the guy in the baseballs and boring sweatshirt. Actually, you weren't wearing that yet. The guy who owns the baseballs and boring sweatshirt. The spin rate was off the charts. That's what Han Um, cares
3: about. Yeah. That's what I care about. Joke's on you.
0: Yeah. So listen, guys, uh, I truly appreciate it. I mean this sincerely. I truly appreciate uh, you guys being out there. All the support that you had out there. Uh, I'm glad that you had a good time. I'm glad you got a chance to experience it. Um, It's good. Great to see you guys in person i don't think i had met you in person and if we did i apologize for not remembering so did we no already- that was the first oh, time okay first time a pad obviously like we stayed at a house in the middle of the woods once together so yeah. with, um, with
3: other people there are tons of other people there too yeah
0: yeah <laughs> if you to <laughs> and, uh, okay if you, if you want to really like cement the, the the image my wife was there as well so there you go yes um, that was awesome of course yeah yes. so yeah, that was out in, in case anyone was wondering that they were nice enough to put me up in the Cooperstown house but um it was great to see everybody Chris and and Sammy and um who am I forgetting who, who Andrew
1: Andrew Parker
0: Andrew Parker okay I owe a book yeah so Andrew Parker um but it was it's really like all good great guys and you know and all really good at this whole thing like honestly and we, we talked about sort of the next wave of people and and being entertaining and being insightful and knowing what you're talking about and and also just it's understanding that this is like this is entertainment like this is what it is it is and it's just a good time talking with you guys. I wish I got a t- chance to talk to you more, but um, but I had to run around and do some other podcast, big Christian Royal podcast. Sat down with Christian Royal for a while. Ooh, hey, yeah, yeah. Ooh. It was. Is is, dollars,
1: but... is Brian gonna be? Uh, is he gonna be? Brad yeah, he's gonna, he gonna be, be on be baseball.
0: Baseball's and boring. Baseball's um, the, the, I our, our brother or sister podcast, um, both on Monday, the baseballs and boring podcast is Brian O'Halloran and Ramon Vasquez. It's, it's really fascinating because we talked about like the new rules, like how basically the front office and like, so Vasquez is the, now the bench coach. And when you hear him talk, you're like, well, this is going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. Because one of the – spoiler for the podcast, the WBC – I didn't even know the WBC isn't using the new rules. Yeah. So, basically, you have guys like Kenley Jansen, who's like the slowest guy in Major League Baseball, that you're trying to teach him to throw faster or quicker, and you have him for a week, maybe two, to do it because he's going to be at the WBC who don't have these rules. It's nuts. I can't believe they don't have these rules.
2: So, they can Uh, shift –
0: they can shift at the WBC. They can shift. They yep. can do all of it.
2: Uh, yeah. So he came, going to be playing the outfield there too. Right.
0: Yeah. It's,
2: yeah. it's in Masataka playing for Japan too.
0: Yeah. So I get into how we're about like when they were looking at guys, did they factor in the new rules and he was pretty insightful and Vasquez. So it's a good, it's a good one. This put it this way. We have supplied the baseball world with plenty of good listening on Monday. Yes. Ooh. You're welcome. Baseball world. But you guys are a big part of that. Thank you so much for doing all that you do, and uh, and maybe we'll do a who says no later this week.
1: Rob, appreciate you putting us up and
3: everything. It was
1: yeah, a fun. Yes. Thank you so much, you Rob. So much,
0: Rob. Oh, listen, best. listen. I I made sure that the the rugs were the the thickest rugs you could get, and you, there was plenty of electrical outlets. That's all I can do.